Welcome back into the Esports Network podcast, our feature-length podcast where we delve into the nitty-gritty of all things esports, talking CDL, talking Overwatch League, and here to help me do that, the general manager of the, I guess, would you call it, the May Melee Stage 1 champion Dallas Fuel, Tasmo himself, graces us with his presence. How you doing, Tasmo? Well, that was quite an intro. <laughs> uh, good, good, good. Thanks. How are you? I'm do. I mean, I'm. I was fantastic last week when I saw the 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 fuel takedown Shanghai Dragons. Not once, but twice. I was really, really impressive showing from your squad. I mean, just it took a little bit longer than expected, uh, but Dallas finally has its first stage tournament victory under its belt. Uh, what were your immediate thoughts, your emotions after that grand final victory? Yeah, so uh, for me personally, I mean, the the win was obviously massive for us. I mean, it's been four years since the, the start of the franchise and, you know, not having that success with so much expectation and, and, and really, like, <laughs> every single year really trying to put our best foot forward uh, to, to bring that to back to Texas was uh, was heart, heart, heartbreaking, really, honestly, it was for, for so long. But uh, now it's 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 been so it's so hard to put into words uh you know winning that i mean it's i'm really happy with the end result but at the same time i'm I'm really looking forward to what's next of course and it's i mean i'm sure you were enjoying the weather out there in hawaii as well i mean just that entire sense was this a sense of relief a sense of pride when that when that came over you was it just what were your what were you feeling at that moment yeah, so I, I would say it's more pride than anything. I mean, I know we've been really working hard like throughout the years, and especially this year um, with the new roster and the rebuild we created. We obviously wanted to see success. Obviously, I'm incredibly ecstatic the fact that the success has already shown, <laughs> you know, f- through the first stage. Um, and, you know, what a journey it was to get there, you know, with 3-0 Shock and, and Houston and the same day, and then and then going to Hawaii and you know playing the best teams out there and uh yeah it was it was honestly i mean to be quite honest like i knew coming into it that this team had what it took championship caliber wise and i think knowing that you going into that tournament you know there was i wasn't as you know i wasn't very doubtful i i really felt pretty confident going into it because these guys did as well so that was a big deal to us so a lot of media outlets uh, before the season had the fuel either, you know, high, middle, high in in their power rankings. I don't think anybody really expected the fuel to come out, you know, immediately and win a stage one tournament. Did you? Um, yeah, quite honestly, knowing, you know, everybody looking at our team from outside, you know, we're a bit worried with like the exit departure and, you know, you know, starting two and two. But honestly, knowing these guys and, and you know, knowing Rush and, and our team. Uh, I think it was only a matter of time because, you know, we really were able to learn from our past mistakes and stuff from our from our matches. So, like, for instance, when we lost to Houston, we turned it around against Gladiators. When we lost to Washington, we turned it around against Boston. And then after that, we just kind of found our groove. We found our, our what we wanted to play, and uh, we kind of just ran with it. And I think ever since then, you know, obviously we've been undefeated since then and looked strong ever since. So, I mean... Part of it, obviously, it's surprising and, and, and very pleasant surprise that we did it so early. But, I mean, at the same time, I wouldn't put it past us. And, and obviously, that showed. So, you mentioned people on the outside. I mean, I don't think they really understand the amount of work that, you know, from your end, from people like from Stro above you, from your team's end, your coaching staff that went into really revamping and remaking this team and, and coming out of it with a victory. Just 
exactly how much work this offseason did you put in? How many hours of, you know, sleepless nights did you spend kind of assembling a squad and kind of thinking, all right, this is, we need to have this, these people, we need to have this coaching staff. What exactly, how much work went into this for you? Sure. I mean, a lot of work went in. I mean, just like any other season at the same time, but I think this one especially was very important uh, to all of us with Stroh and everybody else involved um to create this roster you know like once we had found about i found out about rush uh you know we were really excited to like pull the trigger on that and and move forward and uh it was kind of a no-brainer after that we were kind of just building up a roster that uh you know us us and rush really liked and you know kind of went from there but yeah it was it was, it was long nights because uh you know obviously a lot of it was to do with korea time and working on on those uh meetings and whatnot and recruiting players at that time um but it was all at the end of the day it was all worth it um even before uh the guys got to dallas they were scrumming and practicing and boot camping and playing tournaments and uh you know i was staying up until like 3 a.m every day wow uh, basically you know watching uh the scrims and you know getting to know the team as best as i can too because i think that's really important and then once we got them here to dallas it felt super natural you know um and, and the team's a family it's 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 definitely a very cohesive unit uh in in the game and outside the game they like spend time with each other and everything else so i think that's a big plus and i think you know the direction we took this year was uh was the right one so so let's let's delve into i guess the the games a little bit more um obviously you, your your job was to assemble a team put it together and, and at that point it's kind of up to the coaching staff and the players to really perform and you're kind of just a fan in the back seat watching it all happen at that point i mean was there any apprehension from your end when you had to rematch against Shanghai? I know some of the players uh, in their post-game interviews mentioned Shanghai was one of those teams they definitely didn't want to face again. What was your thoughts on that? Yeah, so I think Shanghai, I mean, you've got to give them credit. They've, they've been a force to be reckoned with for a long time now. Um, I mean, when you have a player like Fleta on the roster and, and pl- players like that, and, you know, just a solid team all around. I mean, Lip went crazy in our first match especially. Um, you know, they're a scary, tough opponent, but at the end of the day, like, we were confident, and honestly, I think our team was quite disappointed at the way we played against Shanghai, especially on the first meeting. Um, so after that match, you know, although we qualified for the, the grand finals there, and it was a really big, big moment for us, you know, we were already, like, making sure we cleaned up our mistakes for, for, for a rematch potentially against them or any other team. So... I, I wasn't necessarily nervous or worried, because at the end of the day, I think if we played our game, I don't think anybody was beating us that weekend. Um, so I think, and we did play our game, right? Uh, yeah. Some of the matches were obviously close. I think Shanghai definitely was the, the, be- the, the second best team there for sure. Um, but they're, they're always going to be a team that's going to be scary to play against because they have that much talent and clutch potential. But uh, I think at the end of the day, so do we. And uh, <laughs> if we play our game, we play up to the standards we pl- put on ourselves, uh, we can be anyone. All right. And so I'm, I mean, I'm always curious, you know, when GMs and owners and stuff are behind the scenes, not really, you know, out there on the stage or behind the, 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 the players' backs. I mean, did you hoop and holler? Were you, were you getting nervous? Like, what, were, what was your emotional reaction, uh, I guess, when you're watching it on screen like the rest of us? Yeah, so I've been a part of a lot of things now in esports, like uh, nerves, and, and, and I don't think that's ever going to change. I'm always going to be a bit nervous. I think players always get a little bit nervous before matches as well. But I'm really confident in this team. But at the same time, you know... I get invested in it. Obviously, I'm very emotional about it, you know, because you know I want these guys to succeed. I really, you know, I know how much work these guys put in day in day out. Um, so you know, 
you'll see me get hyped. You'll see me like, you know, stressed out when it's not looking good. But then the day, you know, I've watched the game and seen the game so much that, you know, I'm expecting to, to be in that position, you know, at the same time, but it's fun. It's exhilarating. It's, I enjoy it. I, I wouldn't be doing it if I wasn't used to having some like minor heart attacks here and there. Uh, but yeah, it's, um, I, I truly do enjoy the, um, the uh, pressure of the matches and stuff, but at the same time, you know, I think it's exciting. So why not? <laughs> so congratulations on the victory for, with the with the May Melee, and of course, this new team that you've helped kind of put together and assemble. It's it's really like a, an all star squad heading into the June Joust. But now, speaking of the June Joust, the important question comes: Can you keep it going when you, these mar- when these matches start up again? You've already brought in Pine, uh, an older, an oldie but a goodie, you know. So. How? What gives you confidence this team can keep it going into June and beyond? Yeah, so a big thing about us is, yes, we won the main melee. That's that's a huge success for our organization, for our team, for our players. And, you know, it's great. You know, it's it's not something to be scoffed about. We played really, really well, best we've ever looked ever, I think, in our franchise history. But at the same time, you know, this is just the beginning. It's not something that we want to just be, you know, putting our feet up and, and relaxing at the end of the day we have a target on our back now and we need to we need to show you know <laughs> you know we need to show that we're still the top dog at, at, at this moment and continue to do that so a lot of practice is going into we have a bye week for the first week actually yes. so uh we do i believe our first match is the london spitfire yep uh and then followed by the shock so it's inter- an interesting i think four games we have the mayhem which we actually haven't played yet uh, which we could have played in, in Hawaii, didn't end up happening. And then I think we ended up with uh, Vancouver Titans. So, like, it's an interesting mismatch of games. I mean, you've got some strong opponents in there. But at the end of the day, this league is very competitive. It's very competitive, like I've said before. And uh, you have a lot of teams that can win on a given any given day. And you have to be prepared for that. So um, we're not slowing down. We're not taking our foot off the gas. We are focused on uh, the next match and, and moving forward. I think that's a, a very important way to keep keep on top so like you mentioned the, these this is a more competitive season than i've i don't think i've, I've ever seen really so the addition mm. of of hero pools they're, they're, they're coming back hero bands changes in tactics i mean how exactly do you interact with the team when it comes to these little meta changes is, is it mostly a, a hands-off kind of general manager style you developed you kind of just like you guys put the work in I, I i brought you together this is your time to shine for the most part Sure. I mean, when we go into uh, obviously the signing of players, we have to have that in mind with the hero pools and flexibility. Obviously, we have a quite a small roster, but I, I, I strongly believe we have a pretty flexible roster, even considering players, people saying that we didn't have a, a tracer player or, you know, a hitscan. Obviously, the hitscan thing wasn't really in our control, but like... Um, yeah, I think I think from a GM perspective, our main goal is to create the team that, uh, w- along with the coach, to to have a team that's able to play a lot of different styles and 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 meta shifts. And the thing with our team specifically, even if the meta is one thing, we're able to play whatever is comfortable for us and what we're strong at. We have a lot of we we have a bunch of very mechanically gifted players and very smart players that are able to make those changes on the fly, like you saw in like with the Soldier mm-hmm. seventy six on Kings Row and stuff like that. So. I'm not really worried about hero pools. I think that just, I mean, there is big changes, like I said, and that's why, you know, our coaches, I have really strong faith in those guys to find comps that make sense for us on certain maps and certain uh, modes. So, um, yeah, I'm confident in our team and our our players, and I think just uh, hero pools are are a good addition where it's, uh, you know, making teams think about more more metas and, and change it up when they have to, and being able to adapt is one of the biggest things in Overwatch League. 
So like I said, you, you mentioned it here, but uh, the hit scan thing wasn't really a big a big problem for you guys going forward. You guys won off, off of no hit scan for the most part. You kind of just rotated that, that role around. But from mm-hmm. the outside, it can be hard to kind of properly evaluate and gauge coaching. But from your perspective, what does your coaching staff do so well that others in your past experience haven't done as well? Sure. I mean... I think the big thing is to focus on the strength of these guys, these coaches, and and obviously the, a big plus for for Rush is he has worked with these guys before, right? Mm-hmm. Um, in 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 different iterations of like El Mystic, Paris Eternal, and that camaraderie and understanding of the player to coach relationship is a huge thing. And having that before you've even started your season, like you, you know what you're getting out of a player, you know what to expect from the player and how to improve them. So I think that's a big thing that our coaches do with the relationship there. Uh, also, just being able to adapt and be ready for anything that teams throw at us, even if we, you know, are kind of maybe handicapped without a hit scan or something. But you can just see the diversity of how we want to play. And and I think the biggest thing is just playing to our strengths, right? Mm-hmm. And I think that's that's a huge thing that our coaches do really well. And um, yeah, I think I think that's a big big one just to to continue throughout the season. And learning from mistakes is a big thing for us. Like you know. Uh, if you have a tough match against, say, the Houston Outlaws when we lost three two, you know we turned it around that next next day against uh, the Gladiators, you know, and that's a it's a big big change for a short amount of time, and I think we, you're, you're going to continue to see that adaptations and learning throughout the season. And so you've brought on Pine, uh, the you know the the guy in season one who made everybody just question how they played McCree and Widowmaker on on, on ranked, but you you bring him on what exactly was that process of, of bringing a player on midseason like did you have discussions about bringing him on before the season or, or how exactly did that signing go about yeah so pine was a part of our tryout process uh actually preseason as well um as well as some other stuff stuff i mean uh, other players and whatnot before we had like finalized roster and like uh russ had always seen quite a you know took him quite a liking to him obviously you know Season one, he was a monster and he was an incredible talent. And, you know, I've known him for personally a long time for a little bit, you know, I, I back in the LW Red days and even before then. <laughs> so he's always been a, a stand-up guy and he's a very talented player. That being said, obviously, we know that he hasn't been in the league for a long time now, uh, but he has still been playing the game. He's still been grinding ladder and, and what like that. And that talent for me doesn't really go away. And I think he is... You know, Rush specifically sees something good in this guy, and, and and you know I do too. And I think he's someone that, um, with uh with the proper coaching and and with all with the, the the right team environment, I think he can bring back his you know his magic. And I think we're excited to have him on. I think he suits our team well. I think he's very explosive. I think he's he's got some incredible aim, and uh, I think he's you know he he's willing and wanting, especially to to kind of prove everybody that like he he can come back and and compete at the top again so uh, you know we're excited to have him um really looking forward to see what he does i think he he definitely meshes into this team and this team you know is is awesome like these guys are are great to be around with and you know they have fun while they play and i think that's just going to help in the in, in the long run um with the pine edition so fine, mechanically gifted. I think mean, that'll take him a long way in terms of the, the, the season and helping you guys out. But here's a little quick little stat for you. Every team that's ever won stage one or the equivalent tournament in the West has ended up appearing in the grand finals later that year. So what would would that be a successful season for you, even an appearance or, or a deep playoff run? What would you consider a successful season for you? Sure. I mean, like I said before, like, 
with this roster, it's a championship caliber roster, roster, you know, um, and, and we know that from the start. And, you know, we have those expectations of, uh, of trying to win all the time, right? We, we always want to try and win. But this year, obviously, we've already shown it so early. And that stat is always, obviously nice and all. Um, <laughs> but it's, it's a, it means like a lot to us as well, because, you know, after talking to Russ after the, after the tournament ended, you know, one of his big things was like, all right, well, this is just the beginning, you know, next we go grand finals, you know, like that's the idea. Wow. It's like, yes, we want to make grand finals. We want to like push forward. Like, it's just, you know, I, I think you should always have that expectation of doing, doing well. I mean, like I said, very tough season, very tough league. Um, I would be happy with a deep playoff run, but at the end of the day, like making grand finals and, you know, winning the thing would be, you know, obviously ideal for any team. But uh, I think we have the, the, the caliber in order to do it. We've already proven ourselves this early uh, uh, but teams are going to constantly develop right mm-hmm. teams are going to develop teams are going to um go up and down and, and we're a team that wants to remain consistent for the the rest of the season i think we've put ourselves in a really good position with the additional league points now that we're standing at the top of uh, the the west region so that's gonna only like super help us considering our two and two start so yeah we just got to keep focusing and keep working f- f- forward um there's not you know we're not only we're only a little bit into the season at this point so we still got a little way to go so yeah no you're right we still have june joust left summer showdown and the countdown cup and then playoffs after that which is insane to think that we still have you know another three quarters of the season left to go but this dallas fuel team you just can't help but feel excited for these guys and for you yourself obviously so we wish you the best of luck uh next time Hopefully it's a grand final, uh, you know, cup in your in your back uh, trophy wall or something, and you get to come on and, and brag about that a little bit more. Yeah, no, I, I appreciate it, and, and and a big shout out to you know everybody like the the fans as well. Like I know how long it's been for these guys as well. Like we've had ups and downs in a lot of seasons, you know, from you know making uh, stage stage playoffs in season one to you know obviously our homestand doing really well, beating the Outlaws and whatnot. But like this is the season that's is already really I think shown our fans that you know we're, we're moving in a, in a really strong direction and can't wait to keep moving forward and really do appreciate the the fan support and and your support because yeah, i know i know you uh <laughs> i do appreciate the tweet that you sent out the other day because you know it does mean a lot to all of us and uh we are working hard and um but it's it's credit to everyone really you know all of our staff uh all of our players and you know i'm just happy that we're in the position we're in right now so like I said, best of luck to you moving forward. I'll be here waiting for another interview whenever you guys uh, win another uh, t- a tournament for us. So, hey, represent Dallas well. You guys are doing it great, and so I wish you the best of luck once again. Thanks, Kevin. So matches for the remainder of May start, I think, this Friday from when this recording comes out. Catch Dallas Fuel next Friday. Got a bye week. Catch on the Overwatch League YouTube broadcast as they start their campaign into the June Joust. First up on the chopping block is the London Spitfire. Follow them on Twitter at Dallas Fuel and, of course, at Tasmo. Tasmo, thank you for hopping on. I appreciate the time, man. Thank you. Thanks for having me. He's Tasmo. I'm Kevin Correa, and this is the Esports Network Podcast. Yeah.